0: Today is July 30th, and the Yankees have made a f- couple of moves. Shipped out Adam Warren, shipped out Tyler Austin, and brought in Lance Lynn. We're going to discuss these trades now. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. Recaps galore for weekly awards that line steaming hot takes your yankees news with these two fine dudes it's time for talking yanks talking yanks with old john boy john boy jake talking yanks with old john boy john boy jake All right, surprise episode. I love these impromptu episodes. Love talking yanks. Love giving a reason to talk yanks. This was kind of a tricky situation, but uh, we decided now's the time to do it. It doesn't seem like any new news is brewing, so we're gonna sit down. We're gonna talk yanks. Go through the trades that just happened because they're kind of odd. Jake, how you doing? Jake's my co-host, coming to you from Denver. He'll be in New Jersey. We'll be in New York tomorrow because he's flying in. I'm going to pick him up from the airport. We're going to go to Arthur Ave, get a little Italian food. Then we're going to go to the Bronx, hang out with whoever of you want to come hang out with us. What's up, Jake? Yo, going to the Bronx. Go see Lance Lynn. The Bronx.
1: Finally get to see the Lance Lynn show.
0: A lot of people just return their tickets
1: because Adam Warren shows out of town. Yeah. I'll, I, was, I tweeted about it. Adam Warren, one of the more... You know, sexy guys on the team, guys, gals. Now he's gone. Is attendance going to go down? I don't know.
0: No. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Not one bit. So, all right, to wrap up with the moves. Move number one today. Now, I think in your mind, you already have to remember that they traded Shreve and Galegos for international signing money. And Luke Voigt. Because I think that is, these are connected, all these trades. We're connecting dots. So, today, the Yankees traded Adam Warren to the Mariners for no player in return, just international signing bonus money. I think $1.5 I think, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Uh, Austin, Tyler Austin gets pulled from AAA game, so something is a-brewing. What's going on? They just got Luke Voigt from Chase and Shreve deal, so now they got first baseman. So Austin's gone. Looks like they knew they were going to be trading a first baseman. That's why they got an extra one. Tyler Austin gets traded with another prospect who I don't even know, Luis Rio. or I have no idea. Um, to the Minnesota Twins. For Lance Lynn, what? Who? Why? Huh? Wow. Who? Why? Who? Why? 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 Who? Why, why? Why? Didn't see it coming. A lot of people thought we might sign Lance Lynn in the offseason. A lot of people thought we might sign Happ in the off season. Or not, maybe not a Happ, but Lance Lynn. They did. Uh, so now we have Lance Lynn. Why? We have six starting pitchers now. What's the move? That's what you're thinking. It's like, wait, what? That Grosso that we slopped around for six runs earlier in the year. He looked like a just a blob of like blobfish, Lance Lynn. Mm-hmm
1: did not look healthy when we Didn't saw look. Him. No, he
0: looked like he just got off a of bender. Why? My, what are
1: you guys? You've been in Minnesota, man?
0: Tyler Austin? How do you think Tyler Austin is going to fare in Minnesota? Great. Great. Yeah, I think so, too.
1: Great. They're going to get a couple, some home run footage of him. They're going to get him fighting the Red Sox, and they're going to be like, yeah, sure. And he's going to mash against lefties because that's what he does. But. Okay, I'm gonna circle back. Yeah.
0: So where do we start here, Jake? I mean, the Warren move. The Warren move. It still feels it's that's a weird move to me. And you can present the side of the benefits of it and the why you should do it. Because I kind of want to present why I'm a little skeptical of it. Um, so do you want to do that? So they yeah. traded Adam Warren. Who the details? He was going to be a free agent at the end of the year. He's probably fifth in the depth chart in our bullpen. Besides, man, he's well. Who's ahead of him? Chapman, Britton, Batansis, Robertson, Green, Holder. So Warren's like sixth out of our bullpen. But Canley, Well Canely, potentially maybe Canley needs to get good in the minor leagues first.
1: So I, and I this is I I know I know you're rolling right there, but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna stomp on your little heart a little bit. If there's a Yankee game on tomorrow night and the Yankees had a one-run lead, would you rather see Warren or A.J. Cole in there?
0: Well, both. I, w- we, we've been Warren supporters. Like, he's so boring, yeah. but his, his, stu- his results have been good. Usually what? teams get rid of places of... Usually teams trade away a strength when they're not in contention anymore. So it's weird that the Yankees traded away f- of excess strength... That's an MLB talent, not minor league like excess. MLB talent to a team that we may face in the wild card, or you know, is competing with us. We traded we gave them, we helped out their weakness uh, within the division, and all we got back was some signing money. Jake, why does this make sense to you? So let's
1: let's circle on a few things. So Adam Warren is having a very good year: two seven ERA in twenty four appearances, thirty innings. Uh, he just looked really good in his last appearance. He had two really good innings. Um, here's the deal. I mean, he's a low-leverage guy. Any any time he's kind of been put in a high-leverage situation, he hasn't looked great, and you don't trust him. And so I think, it, A, you have to start circling back to the roster crunch, where Tommy Canely is assumingly coming back at some point. I mean, we haven't heard anything bad about him.
0: Well, um, well yeah. His there's... His miles per hour is still down, but climbing, and his control is still not where it was last year, but where it was the year before when he was faltering.
1: Right, and let but let's just start there for now. Say say Tom Lee Canely, Tommy Canley was ready to come up tomorrow. Who's out of the bullpen?
0: It's probably Cole or Warren, whoever can get you, whoever can fetch you more.
1: Yeah, and it's I think it's Warren because they've. Cole has been outstanding, and he's a, he's a guy that has that arm talent. Adam Warren is what he is. He's going to get some guys out, but his he's he has the glass ceiling, if we'll call it that. Um, so you start doing the roster crunch if you factor in Canely. Hell, if you start factoring in Justice Sheffield, who has a potential to be a playoff-type weapon. Warren starts to find himself out of the picture, and – it's also a sell high. We've, we've been talking a little bit about value lately. Warren has been pitching really well. He's, his career ERA is three, four. And I think that's a little more honest to what Adam Warren is, um, than his ERA in the twos, the past two season with the Yankees. But so that's, that's kind of step one right there. Step two, the international money thing is a real thing. And, I think, and maybe this is giving Cashman too much credit right now, but it almost seems like a loophole because you're getting guys that if they were eligible to be drafted, a chunk of these guys would be pretty high draft picks. They're all very young, yes, so you're taking a lot. I heard people, you know, the Yankees sign that 16-year-old catcher with a good pop time to replace Gary. It's like, No. You're a GM of the team. You're just taking flyers on these guys a little bit. Yes, some have more potential on the others. I la-
0: I laughed at the whole we turn Chase and Shreve into the number one pitching prospect, and it's like yes, but the odds are that that number one pitching prospect career turns out worse than Chase and Shreve are decently high. Yeah, and like, I'm like that's like not a hot take to say that that's that 16 year old that throws 96 his chances of having a worse career than what Chase and Shreve has done already are incredibly high because it's hard to make it to the major leagues.
1: It's still a good move, but like,
0: let's not go
1: throwing like. Right, right, right. But so this is, I think this is where things are getting mistrude. Like, like we said, that catcher with pop time, he has one bad knee injury. He turns into a right field. Now is his stick good enough to play right field? So that's a little bit of the circle of life there. But at the same time, you have to go out and get this young talent And build it. And Cashman has. And I think I saw a tweet that was 15 of the top 30 Yankees prospects have been signed with international signing money. Uh, Severino, Glaber. uh, There's a couple other guys that are currently on the roster. But this is clearly, again, I keep saying loophole, but I think this is Cashman's way of. You know, going and getting this money, other teams aren't valuing it as much as he is because it is lottery tickets to a degree. But if Brian Cashman gets to get more of these lottery tickets for things like Chase and Shreve or Adam Warren, who could be getting boxed out of the roster anyways, I think he's going to do that. It's so- still
0: really weird to me that we gave him to the Mariners who are in the – if we're competing for a wild card, which I, I, I'm not giving up on the division, but you have to say that – that we're giving a place of need. We just helped out a team that could be a rival. We could see in the wildcard game. That's odd. That's really weird.
1: It's a little odd. And the first thing I told you before this was, it's a little bit roster construction now. Cause think of it like the last guy in the bullpen used to be like bad. Yeah. And like, that's just not baseball anymore. So you have to think about it. it used like, to be like
0: skinny ass like Edward Ramirez throwing like, change-ups
1: right it was a young guy you were taking a chance on or was an old guy that you were like okay he's he's gonna pitch through these two innings he might give up three runs but we don't care let's get through this game but I think so to to come back at you with that is think about who Adam Warren is going to be valuable to at this point in the season you're not it's it's not yeah so Brian Cashman said wow Adam Warren's probably going to be the odd man out how can I get value with this guy and still not so. Think of so now. If you have it in your head that Adam Warren's on the out and he has to go to a contender,
0: is it well, the Mariners
1: you, a win there?
0: Well, you go through the National League first.
1: Yeah, and then yeah. you also,
0: if he's looking just for signing bonus money, then you look. You have to see who's got signing bonus money left in their allotment or who's traded away. But it's right. it's, it's just still weird. And then to me. And I said it it felt like, okay. well, there's a secondary move here because Warren was owed three million dollars, which is one point five prorated. Now we get off the books. Everyone's like, that's not a lot of money. But we if we want to say under the luxury tax, we had like I think people looked it up. So these aren't like hard, hard facts, but this is what people were. People told me and I'm I'm. I'm allowing them to be my fact checker. So they're
1: they're close enough. Close to enough. Fat. Like it was like
0: it was like four point five million to work with after the Britain and Hap deals. And then trading away Warren because he has he, he gives us another million and a half of flexibility for if we wanted to sign someone else that needs that isn't a rookie contract that has some money. Uh, there, So I was like, this has to be something bigger. This has to be a secondary move. It, I didn't think it was just, this is just because he was leaving soon and we have Canely and Sheffield who may take his spot. That's That didn't jive with my brain because Canely and Sheffield are question marks right now. Like we hope Canely can get back to what he is, but he's been the minor for like two months. He's a question mark. Sheffield is the big, big question mark. So to trade away a place of strength, the guy who's helping the major league team right now, Without a secondary move would have been crazy to me. The secondary move came, because now Lance Lynn right. takes that spot in the roster. So there was a secondary move, but it's like almost the exact opposite of sexy on paper and when you look at the player's image, because Lance Lynn's big gross slob, as we said.
1: Right. Real real meat sack. And you're right. And we actually segued that pretty awesomely. Yeah, um, we're pros.
0: I'm a professional but- podcaster.
1: Or, this is professional. Sponsored, I'm fake sponsored by Tightlist right now because I'm wearing a tight list. Uh, so Yang sent you. But yeah, so then we go out, we trade for Lance Lynn for Tyler Austin and Riho. Is that his name?
0: Don't care. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, he was. I never he, knew your name, so I don't want to know
1: it anymore. He, I've seen his name amongst the prospect huggers, but basically. So yeah, so now you have to start comparing everything. So Lance Lynn, Lance Lynn for right now is Adam Warren, but with the potential to start. Um right now, right now, Justice Sheffield is our sixth starter, which we we're all excited about because we want to see what Justice Sheffield can Before do. Before the trade. Now Lance Lynn is, yes. Yes. But and that's that's the thing that you know, when you start prospect hugging, you lose sight of like, oh, this guy's killing AAA. This guy's going to be a stud. Justice Sheffield could come up and get rocked. Now what if we get an injury in the staff? Now we're throwing him out there. Now we're back to Sessa, Herman, the same problem we just had. So you bring in Lance Lynn, and there's a chance he can excel in the bullpen. He can be your long guy. Like if the Yankees said, like. A- AJ Cole has been one or two innings so far this year for us pretty much. And what if the Yankees are just at the point like, well, we got him for free. He's been an ERA under one for us. We kind of like him as not our long man right now. You could make Lance Lynn into that role. You don't have to rush Canely. It just gives you more options. And I think the, the thing that you and me laughed at was they got, yes, they got some international signing money, which they're clearly putting to use. Um, And it just seems like they've made the slightest of upgrades. Yeah. So, like, if you (laughs)
0: wanted to ask where do Jake and I stand on excitement level here, it's really hard. Someone told me 1 through 10, how excited are you about these moves? And I I was like, I just wanted to throw a 6 out there, a 5.5. There's part of me that's like, okay, we upgraded slightly. Like, this isn't crazy, but it's still betters us while helping the long-term with the international signing bonus money. Warren was the six guy in our bullpen. I like him. Tyler Austin was a quadruple a player who I, I never thought had a future with the Yankees um, to train, to, tra- to trade him in for just a rental of a long man, six man pitcher. That seems like Austin's value was pretty low.
1: Yeah, I I want to talk about that because I got some tweets about that because I was, I was Tyler Austin's number one fan coming in the season just because I <laughs> – this sounds weird. I, I see what he can be. Right now, he he says he can play the corner outfield. Can he really? If his bat was better, teams would throw him out there. He plays first base. He kills lefties, dude. I, I had to look up his numbers against lefties today because he just cr- – he hits lefties at an all-star level. Like, it's actually – it's silly to look at. He's career um, – sorry, I just had it and then I lost it. Um, home and away, no. Um, career against lefties, he's 292, 365 OBP, 961 slugging, eight home runs. Career against righties, he's one ninety four two thirty eight OBP seven home runs. So we have some attachment to Tyler Austin because there was the fight this year. Um, he did provide a little bit of pop, but
0: his swagger well. and like baseball movements are fun to root for. Like he just looks like a pro. But Austin, Tyler Austin is, I mean,
1: yeah. And I mean, he, so let him had, move on. The other thing here is so going back to the original. Chase and Shreve trade where we've got Luke Voigt, who's showing some promise as a triple-A player. Um, they basically said in their heads, we're going to go out get this guy to back up, basically triple back first base, because right now Neil Walker or someone else would step into that role. Then Tyler Austin, who's someone that they've had in their organization for eight years now. That's crazy. He was, he was, drafted, in, he was drafted in 2010.
0: I have a question. Do you think – and and you don't know the answer. It's just kind of fun to ponder. Do you think that Cashman was talking to Minnesota about Lance Lynn and they said, we want a first baseman? So he knew that, and when he made the Chase and Shreve Cardinals deal, he was like, all right, well, I'll just up my first baseman stock so the Twins have someone – another option to choose from? Or do you think he knew – the twins wanted Austin. And then he knew Voight was coming in to replace Austin. It doesn't really matter either way. It's just kind of a thought process. I
1: have. I, I think it's, I think it's the fantasy baseball. The sec, the second option it's, they were asking about Lynn and they were like, Oh, we kind of like that Tyler Austin and cashman goes, Oh, Austin, he's going to be tough for us to move. And then he puts his hand over the phone and goes, okay, anyone, any good quadruple a <laughs> first base options out there. And then Voight, Done, done. I I do think there was a connect the dots there. Uh, wish Tyler Austin the best, man. If he can, he he hits mistakes. You and I have seen that. I think that's clear as day. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I so, that was.
0: That's what I couldn't do.
1: So if he <laughs> if he can find his way to get a, at bats against enough lefties and learn to be serviceable against right-handed pitching, I think he's going to have a role in this league. Like we. A lot of people say only hitting mistakes is a bad thing, but pitchers make a lot of mistakes. Nick Swisher so made a you, career off that. Yeah, you can make a career off of it. I've, I've joked he's going to be the 2020 NL All-Star. I've got some uh, asterisk AL All-Star because he's on the Twins now. This isn't Tyler Austin's last stop. He'll, he'll get his way to the NL. Um, and, yeah, he's, he's the kind of guy, if he can, he can put a really good month together, the question is can he put – a half a season or a season together.
0: My, my question to you is, and I think some sure. people have this concern. We just said, these are slight upgrades. Like that, Lance Lynn is a better Swiss army man, spot starter, long reliever than Adam Warren, but slight. Um, uh, who, what's the other, uh, what was Voight and Austin Voight and Austin? Who, I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. Um, is this doing too much for slight upgrades? for the culture and the team like they just lost Drury, McKinney, Shreve, Glegos, Austin.
1: No, because at the end of the day, it's still for rentals. The-
0: like they just blew up some long. long- okay. This is so stupid because obviously the business is prevalent. But if you look at it from like a guy situation, like, yo, you just sent home our longtime friends for this dude
1: to come for two weeks. Yeah. And it's, I mean, when the trade deadline's over, when it's, August 1st, you do the look around speech and you say, "Hey, you are the guys who are here. You know, I you better be better than Chase and Shreve and Adam Warren because we you know like those them. guys, those guys were a part of this team." And I think I think that's one of those things that ends up defining a a good team is being able to manage something like that. And I think Lance Lynn already came out with a quote that was the quote you need to come out with. He said, "I'm I'm fine with pitching out of the bullpen. I I did that." He's I was a rookie on St. Louis, and yeah. if it's if it's playing for a World Series, you're playing for a World Series. So if you've already got that mentality, I think the biggest I think the biggest thing that's getting overlooked because everyone's kind of getting latched onto the international signing money because clearly Cashman's into that, but Lance Lynn can start games. Yeah, and Adam. Well, oh, can't. so
0: so Lance Lynn, all his numbers versus the Red Sox are really good this year and his career. How much do you
1: get into that? I, it's nice. <laughs> um, it's a bonus. nice thing. I think the biggest thing for me, and I I'd have to dig through his stats a little bit because I mean, Lance Lynn was uh, like a pretty good starter in this league for a number of years. He was an all-star in 2012. Um, I think the big thing for me is I remember when we saw him this year, his stats were terrible and he looked awful but I think that was related to the whole free agency thing. He didn't get signed yeah, late. He his, didn't get his, camp late. His,
0: if you take out the first month of his stats, the first month, say you, that was a prolonged spring training. You know, Neil Walker just finished his prolonged spring training. Say you just look at the rest of the months. Lance Lynn has a pretty good line. There's one um, game where you get like seven runs that throws the whole ERA. I think, well, this is so stupid. Okay, take away his first month, and then take away his really bad game. He's got a three-year array. That's a of crazy yeah, he
1: was he was he he, he he was a three seven six ERA in May two eight three in June, um, and he had a bad start in the month of July, which which makes it ugly. He's got some pretty weird home home and away splits. We'll we'll see how that sorts itself out. All right. But um, I I'm a huge fan of you need six starters you somewhat believe in coming to a season. Um, if a guy went down and Justice Sheffield came up and did bad, now you've got Terminal. one of your one of your top prospects who could be in a real tough spot, and you're hurting the team. Yeah, so, so that's, uh, yeah.
0: Let's go. So when it's announced, Lancelin, there's a couple of thought presses I think we need to go over that people had. One is Sevi hurt. They said he's not hurt, and uh, so that's good. It's insurance in case Sevi arms tired, in case CeCe's knee gets bothered, in case Tanaka goes down, in case Sunny Gray does terrible. It's insurance against all of that. That's one thought process. The second was, okay, are they going to flip Sonny Gray now, that whole Braves thing? I think they're done with starting pitchers. I think this is the team, starting pitcher-wise, that Cash is rolling with throughout.
1: Can you mirror this? What's that? You're ruling out... Any sunny archer flips, yeah. anything like that at this point? Yep. Okay,
0: I think this is Cash's rotation. I'd be surprised and happy if, like, we got an archer. I'd fit, yeah, I mean, know I'm, how it would
1: Somewhere I'd say one percent is Hail Mary. I'd say there's like a five percent chance. I mean, now that there's six starters involved, that does make it more curious, but it would be highly unlikely that there's an archer flip or a de Grand flip because. That would – I mean, that's Cash playing a lot of his cards, and it's kind of what you were just talking about. Like, all right, if we flip Sonny in a, a chunk of prospects for Archer, like it's not a guarantee Chris Archer comes in and he's the really good Chris Archer from a couple years ago. Like Chris Archer could be what Sonny Gray has been. So it, it just seems like Brian Cashman playing, playing his hand too much. Yeah.
0: My thought is can you mirror – These two moves, with the two moves Cashman made last year, a little bit like, okay, we got Hap. He's going to start every game and hopefully help us. So that would kind of be like what we expected out of Sonny Gray. I think we expected a little more out of Sonny Gray last year than we expect out of Hap this year. Because we're we're hoping because Sonny came in and was like a two or three. And then you got Jaime Garcia last year, and now you got Lance Lynn this year who's like Jaime Garcia's Split starts with uh, Gumby. I think he went to the bullpen one or two games. Lance Lynn's gonna maybe get a spot start here and there. Go to the bullpen. It's, the, it's similar that he went and got two pitchers this year. They're both rentals. Uh, I think we expect more out of Lance than Jaime. Like Jaime, we didn't expect anything out of last year. Like, dude, give us five innings, two runs. Every, you know what I mean? But it's yeah. it's it's similar in the sense that Cashman went and got two guys.
1: Yeah, I think I think the bigger a light bulb that just kind of went off in my head. Cause I just talked about it with the rosters. Like you would have never seen an Adam Warren traded even five years ago, a guy with a two, three ERA trade to another contender in your league. That would have been insane. You would have said like, what, what, what are you doing? Um, so I think with where roster constructions at where teams saw last year, the Verlander effect, I still think there's some of that going on. Like, and, like the quote-unquote morale boost, our GM is behind us, they brought someone in. I think the other thing is with the young teams that have been really successful, the Yankees last year, the Braves this year, I think GMs are saying, like, it's not, oh, let's hold on to Mike Moustakis, like, contract stuff aside. Like, oh, let's let's hold on to Mike Moustakis. He's been pretty solid for us. Next year, we're going to do it. It's kind of like... Let's trade them, get some assets, and see what our other young guys have, and we could be the next. If we start accumulating as many young guys as we can, a couple of the cream's going to rise to the top, and we can be the next Braves, the Phillies, Houston, the Yankees. Um, I think that's making for a much more exciting deadline, and that's how it's going to be from like here on out. Yeah,
0: and there's still rumors that we're going to go out and get maybe an outfielder to replace – judge for a little bit. We talked about this last episode when we talked about judge with either a Granderson or there are some other names out there. Um, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's, it would, for me, it would be like a Bronx magic move. Like it would be hoping you can get like a really good month out of grandy. And that provides a little spark. The other one, I, I forget if I was DMing or tweeting with some, Oh, I was tweeting last night. Did you see that? I was just kind of bored. Yankees talk. How about that? That was kind of nice. Um, I someone someone threw like four names out there. One of them was McCutcheon. And that kind of stuck out to me because he's he's not who he used to be. He's on the Giants who are kind of dying. And he's the kind of guy that like you probably don't have to pay too much for him at this point. And he's the kind of guy that could find that like Bronx mark and give you a month and play those outfield positions. And if Judge is out, you know, you can hold on to him in September. And he could potentially be a playoff weapon. Um, so I, that's, that's my just like little fake nugget. Like if they did trade for him tomorrow, I'd be like, "Uh uh-huh, I said something, but, (laughs) um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, at this point it's what it's bringing in a, a DH outfield bat, a quadruple a catcher, or if they do do the crazy pitching trade, but like, that's it. Right. (laughs)
0: That's it. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I think the, I think the pitching trades out, but. It was fun when we were linked to Archer. We still kind of are. I don't know how it works. It would have to flip Sonny. And at that point, I think you're doing... Oh, dude. I know that having Archer is better than having Sonny. But if you got three new starting pitchers on the staff, it's like you just like flip that room upside down. I think
1: CC... Yeah, can- and, and where's the... At the risk just seems awful at this point Sonny's been good for three straight starts and like what if he go he goes to Tampa and he's incredible he builds off this hot streak. Sonny's gotten better every month. I was looking at that earlier um and so what if Archer comes in can't handle it gets shelved Well we do Sonny, have two more years Sonny of them. Keeps doing better yeah, yeah so
0: so here's some Lance Lynn's quotes from our, our friend Brian Hoke to uh end the show on he said Lance Lynn is open to pitching and relief saying he did it in the playoffs and as a rookie, Whenever you're on a team that's looking for a World Series championship, you're going to do whatever you can do to help. There's no ego in that. It's a good quote. Uh, Then he said, it's the New York Yankees. As a fan of the game growing up, it's exciting for me as a young kid, seeing them in their heyday winning a lot of World Series championships. You look at their team now, they're going for it. I'm excited for the opportunity and that challenge. So he's saying the right things.
1: He's saying the right things, but he's mad he's going to have to shave his beard because it's going to be double chin city.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Tough. Well, just go Sydney Ponce own look and like redden up your cheeks. So no one notices the double chin.
1: That was the drinking for Sydney.
0: Oh, it was the alcoholism. Yeah. Alcohol- I guess alcoholism.
1: The final, final little thing. I kind of got to go, but we're going to be, you and me are going to be pretty shocked if they don't bring in like of another serviceable catcher. Right?
0: Yeah. Uh, like the outfielder, that seems like, okay, when that's normal, um, uh, the whirlwind pitcher that would sh- that I would be I would be more shocked if they don't bring in a quadruple a catcher than if they get Archer
1: yeah because yeah, like it's Romine and Higgy it, yeah.
0: until Gary's healthy yeah we've said it a lot
1: and like Romine's done his thing Higgy's just not um yeah at first I kind of when Warren was going I thought it was going to be for Zanino, who's been terrible again this year and like Seattle wants to punt on him so bad, but he was like a top three pick. Um so
0: we'll see. Let's see. All right. Jake, it's uh ten PM East Coast time right now. You will be here in thirteen uh fifteen hours, I think.
1: Yeah, man. We see, will see you uh, at the airport. See everyone yeah. at the game. Yeah, we'll be
0: going to the game trade deadline, so gotta bring the mics. Bring the mics. All right, thank you very much for tuning in and uh Go Yankees, Go Yankee. Who's starting tomorrow? Is it still sunny or is it Tanaka?
1: Tanaka Tuesday,
0: baby. It's Tanaka Tuesday? Oh yeah. Uh, for real? Oh yeah. So I get to wear my Tanaka Tuesday shirt, my outfit's picked for me. Oh yeah. Your all your stuff that I bought for you is arriving tomorrow, so you won't have it for the stadium, but you'll have it for I got you the bucket hat and all that stuff. Yeah. The people cool. don't care about this. This is a personal personal conversation. So well. All right, go Yankees, go Yankees, go Yankees. Tell them, Grandma. I should call my grandma. Oh, shit. My grandma called me as soon as the Yankee game was on on uh, after the Shreve trade. She called me up. As, like, I was watching the Yes Network, too, so I saw they showed the Shreve thing. They showed him crying. My grandma calls. I knew right away what it was about. Did you see they got rid of the guy I always complain about? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah, did you see he was crying? She's like, ah, oh, so bad for him, but I did not like him. <laughs> <That's laughs> Honestly. So where you go. So I was was very I was happy to receive that call. Love you, Grams. Go Yankees. Tell them, grandma.
1: Go Yankees.